Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Well, hello. It's nice to get to spend some time with you again today. I want to talk to you about something that affects those of us with rosacea, especially at this time of year when the weather is colder and uh, the temperatures are lower and how we can protect our skin from the redness that seems to plague those of us with rosacea. Now, the reason I'm choosing to discuss this topic today is because of a crazy experience we just had here in the Seattle area. At the beginning of this week, a major storm rolled through that left thousands of us without power and some areas with damaging flooding. And the wind, I tell you, was literally like something out of the Wizard of Oz. I wondered several times through the night if our roof was just going to rip off or if our house was going to cave in or if our house was going to crack in half and fall over. I am not kidding. I haven't felt wind gusts that strong against our house before and it was very unsettling in the black of night as the rain pelted the windows. We were without power from Tuesday night at about midnight Um, that was the second time the power went out, until Thursday morning at around 10.30. So even though it didn't last a really long time, thankfully, being in the dark and cold was a very sobering experience to the things that we take for granted, like heat and light. My husband joked with me (laughs) that we might not have made very good pioneers if we couldn't hack this. And I kind of agreed. (laughs) But let me tell you, the air got very cold in our house. Our house is usually very cold anyway, but it felt very cold without any heat and the darkness got very dark. Every night, and I mean, okay, so it was two nights, but really it felt like an eternity. When the sun started to set, a sinking feeling came over me thinking, oh no, night has begun again. And I knew that it was about to get even darker and colder. And that, my friends, was only at 4.30 p.m. Yeah, so it it did feel like an eternity. So I wore wool socks, a fleece robe over my clothes, and sometimes a couple layer of clothes, and a fleece hat, or at one point, a wool scarf over my head. And this is while I was in the house during the day. And at night, I pretty much just doubled up or added on to whatever I had been wearing during the day. I layered on blankets and wore that scarf over my head the whole night. And it, it took the edge off the frigid temperatures but my face was still cold the whole time and bright rosy pink. 
and it's the kind of cold that almost has a smell to it, if you even know what I mean, and it almost hurts. So even though I kept my body warm for the most part, my face was persistently cold and red, and there really was no way to balance the temperature. And so, you know, even when I got into my car to blast the heat, to take the edge off because I was freezing, my face would then end up just getting hot and even more red because of the extreme temperatures. So, you know, it wasn't just the extreme temperatures, which most people's skin can handle. It really was also my rosacea. And for those of us with rosacea, the weather can be tricky to manage. In the summer, it's trying not to get too hot. And in the winter, it's kind of a double whammy because we're trying not to get too cold, but we're also trying not to get too hot in order to combat the cold. When we get too hot, our face can flush from the heat. And when we get too cold, our face can get red from the cold and then flush even harder from warming up, going from one extreme temperature to the next. I remember when I used to go skiing, my face would be exposed to the cold and the sun all day. And then when I would come in from the day of skiing, my face would go from red and frozen to really red and hot. And I just figured that it happened to everyone and that my extra rosy cheeks were basically just proof of my day on the slopes. And yet no one else's face seemed to look as cherry red as mine. But again, I also have fair skin, so I figured maybe their redness just wasn't as noticeable as mine. Well, I know that was kind of a dramatic introduction, but this has been a dramatic week. That is real. But here's the thing about redness and rosacea. Many people with rosacea have often had a tendency to blush and flush throughout their whole lives. And yes, I am raising my hand. That is also me. I didn't know that easily blushing and flushing was one of the earliest signs of rosacea. I knew it happened to me as a child, as a teen, young adult, basically always. And I just figured that it was more noticeable on me because of my fair skin. But here's the thing. While the average person may blush or flush, it tends to go away rather quickly. But with rosacea, once our face gets flushed, and sometimes really flushed, like I look like a tomato when I exercise, that is real. But it tends to take a lot longer for that redness to go away. What I learned from the American Academy of Dermatology is that without treatment for rosacea, <clears throat> this flushed redness to the skin can begin to stay a little longer and a little longer each time it occurs. And it may even start to appear on more of your skin. And this redness 
this facial redness can become permanent along with things like the visible blood vessels on the face and thickening of skin and all of these things can become more difficult to treat over time. So the key for keeping rosacea calm in the winter, and honestly, you can apply this to any and all seasons because it is always relevant. All of these tips are so relevant at any time of year. But it is to try to keep your flushing as infrequent as possible. Now, because we know temperature differences have such an impact on the skin, in the winter, it's about trying to keep your temperature as even as possible during these colder months. So meaning you're trying not to get yourself too cold and you're trying not to get too hot to make up for that difference. And keeping your flushing to a minimum really goes beyond just temperature because we know that flushing can be caused by different triggers, specific really to each of us. Things like emotional stress or alcohol or spicy foods, whatever you know your triggers to be that can cause your skin to get flushed and red, which then can lead to a bigger flare, which you know can include welts and bumps, the pistols and papules and all that fun stuff, which is not fun. <laughs> it's really not fun at all. That's the truth. So I wanted to share some tips with you today to help you keep your rosacea skin calm and to try to prevent those flushes and flares, especially right now during the winter months. So I'm going to go through those right now with you. Number one, warm up slowly. And we've covered this a lot. Just avoid the temptation to blast the heat when you are freezing. And don't be the first to sit in front of the roaring fire because your face is going to get too hot. I mean, I find my face gets hot before the rest of my body does. So avoid the temptation to blast the heat in the car, to blast, you know, to sit next to the heater, to turn it up to 80. Just try to warm up slowly so that your whole body and your face can just come up to a better temperature more slowly instead of an extreme. Number two, the same goes with the water in your shower. Keep it comfortable, but avoid cranking up that hot water because again, any blasting source of heat can cause major flushing to your face. The third tip to keeping your rosacea calm and preventing those flushes and flares are to dress in layers. I love dressing in layers so that I can add on something or take off something as needed if I'm feeling too warm or too cool. 
I know my mom and I like to bake together and I know that when we're going to have, you know, double ovens on in her kitchen, it's going to be warmer. So I often will wear a t-shirt with a cardigan so that in case I start getting <laughs> really hot, I can take the cardigan off and still be comfortable and maintain my body temperature. Okay. Number four, wear wool socks to regulate your body temperature. Did you know that wool is a great temperature re regulator? I happen to love the wool trail socks from Costco. They are just the right weight for so I can fit different shoes on. And I get some of these new wool socks every year and pretty much wear them every day. I love these socks and wool socks are the way to go if you're trying to regulate your temperature so you don't get too hot and you don't get too cold. Number five is wear a scarf. Bringing a scarf to place over your face and head when you're outside, now this is beyond pandemic face mask wearing, can help protect your skin from the elements. So just like I wrapped my head and face with this um, this scarf that I have that I've been wearing the last few days, it, it helps to keep your temperature regulated. It also can help against wind burn. Ouch, that sounds horrible. Um, it can protect your face from the wind and cold temperatures so that you can you know, put it up against your face and wrap it around your head if you want to, or you can pull it away if you're starting to feel a little bit warm. But wearing a scarf is a really versatile way of helping to manage and block the, the wind and the temperatures from your face, especially if you have to be outside. I mean, mainly if you have to be outside. I think it would be weird if you were sitting inside, well, unless you were like me in the dark and the cold, in a power outage, <laughs> but it would be odd to be putting a scarf over your face. Well, you know what? I take that back because we're in a pandemic, so it wouldn't be weird at all. Do whatever you're going to do with that scarf. <laughs> That's what I have to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, number six, uh, the sixth way to keep your rosacea calm and try to prevent those flushes and flares this winter is to limit your time outside. The truth is you are the only one who knows your skin the very best, so you can decide how much exposure you think your skin can handle and just judge according to that. Number seven is to avoid your known triggers. Now, with rosacea discussions, you hear triggers a lot. And triggers are anything that make you flush or um, can bring on a rosacea flare. So triggers are very personal. Um, there are some that are very common to a lot of people, but then there are some that are just more individual um, to each person. So beyond heat... Things like, because heat is obviously a trigger, beyond heat, things like alcohol, hot drinks, salsa, stress, 
whatever your triggers are that can cause you to flush, which can then lead to worsening symptoms, just try to avoid those and it will keep your skin more even. The eighth tip, and this really is one of the most important things you can do for rosacea, is to keep your skin barrier healthy. Your skin barrier meaning the outer layer of your skin. If your skin barrier is healthy, you can bear these different extremes that much better. But dry, red, or cracked skin will be in much worse condition to face these additional challenges like temperature and other triggers than well-maintained, nourished, moisturized skin. So to keep your rosacea-prone skin barrier healthy, follow a gentle cleansing and moisturizing routine that always includes sunscreen 365 days a year. And yes, a lot of those words are in all caps. <laughs> Gentle cleansing is in all caps. And moisturizing routine is in all caps. And always includes sunscreen is in all caps. You know I'm obsessed with sunscreen. But all of these things are so important to keep your skin barrier healthy. So the products that we recommend for rosacea and sensitive skin types include gentle face cloths, like the Fairface Delicate Washcloths with the soothing, soft, double-sided flannel. There's nothing abrasive these cloths are all I use on my rosacea, and it doesn't irritate my skin. They are soft and gentle. Think of it as a step beyond using your fingertips. So these are great face cloths that I 100% recommend. They are gentle enough for rosacea and sensitive skin. That's why I made them in the first place, and I use them every day for myself. Along with that, you need a gentle face wash. Now, gentle is the key word here. Nothing with irritants or fragrance. I recommend wholeheartedly Vanna Cream Gentle Cleanser. It doesn't have any fragrance or any irritants. I use this every day and every night, and I love it. My sister was having trouble with her skin feeling really dry and sensitive, and I told her to try Vanna Cream Gentle Cleanser, and she is now a believer. <laughs> she uses it every day too. And she didn't have sensitive skin before she started uh, before she started having trouble. So like her whole life, she didn't have sensitive skin, but her skin had become more sensitive and more irritated. So anyway, if you're having trouble with your skin, really, I would suggest try Vanna Cream Gentle Cleanser and the soft Fairface Delicate Washcloths. And I think you will very quickly see how much better your skin looks and feels. 
after getting rid of the irritants, the, the things that maybe have been irritating your skin that you were using before that. So the next thing you need, for sure, after washing your face gently, is a gentle moisturizer. And I've been, I've learned a lot about moisturizers this last month as I've looked into what ingredients are good for the skin. And CeraVe Moisturizing Cream is amazing. And I've started using that recently in the, in the tub, take a scoop, slather it on my face at night, and it feels amazing. It is nice and thick, but it's not heavy. And sometimes for day moisturizer, I've been using Vanna Cream's Light Lotion. But sometimes, maybe it's just the winter months, sometimes the Vanna Cream Light Lotion doesn't give me quite enough moisturizing. And so I have reached for the CeraVe, and I love it. So if you want to try using the CeraVe moisturizing cream both day and night, you can definitely try that. But that is a moisturizer that I would definitely recommend. It has ceramides that can help in the maintenance and um, health of your skin barrier. So definitely try that. And always, always, always wear sunscreen. Even though it's winter, even on the dark days, even if it's snowing, even if it's raining, even if it's cloudy, <laughs> literally, that's this is something that every dermatologist that I've ever heard anywhere or speeches that I've read or articles that I've read, everyone always says how important wearing sunscreen is every single day of the year and just make it a habit, and that is something that I have done. I've been using Eucerin's Daily SPF 30 on my face for many years now, and that works for me. Um, I know that other that dermatologists recommend a bunch of different types of sunscreens that would be appropriate for rosacea and sensitive skin, but this is the one that I use, and it happens to be okay on my skin. It doesn't irritate it. I do think I am going to start maybe trying a couple of different face SPFs just to see what the difference is since I've been using this one for so long. But this does work for me and I use it every day on my face religiously. And the last thing that um, that I recommend as far as this uh, last point of keeping your skin barrier healthy, is to continue using your topical medications if they have been prescribed for you. Now is not the time to stray from your normal routine as far as stopping topical medications on your face. I still use um, the generic Metrogel. So it's actually not called, Met it's Metrodenia, uh, I can never say that word. <laughs> Whatever, generic Metrogel. That's what, I still put that on my face. Every morning is when I put that on. And I was told by my dermatologist in my last visit, which actually was just over um, Zoom, it was a virtual visit, 
but she said, I asked her if I could, you know, if there was a time that I could stop using this topical medication. And she said, you know, rosacea is a chronic condition. So don't stop taking, don't stop using the medication. Now, I'm sure some people have different views of about medication. Some people don't choose to use topical medications, and that is totally fine. I have no judgment, and I hope you don't have judgment toward me. But that's just what I choose to do, and it works for me, so I continue it. But like I said, if you have been given a medication, well, I guess whether it's topical or ingested, but if your dermatologist has given you a medication, can just continue on that routine. Um, and if you are having trouble, you can go back and see them and, you know, make sure that they're okay if you go off of it or need to adjust it. But really, there is no need to suffer through troubled skin. I highly recommend reaching out to a skincare professional, whether it's a licensed esthetician or a licensed dermatologist, um, just getting the help you need because there really is no need to suffer through. Well, that brings us to the end here of this discussion. And I really hope that you've learned some helpful tips that can help you manage your rosacea and the redness during this colder time of year. And like I said, these tips really apply to all seasons. With rosacea, we are always trying to adapt and protect our skin at the same time every day of the year. If you have any of your own tips or favorite products to share, I would love to hear from you. Just please let me know. And to shop the products I've mentioned, for the Fairface washcloths, you can go to our website, which is fairfacewashcloths.com. F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E, washcloths.com. Or you can find our Etsy shop. It's also fairfacewashcloths.etsy.com. And if you want to shop those other products I mentioned, I have found the Vanna Cream Cleanser and the Light Lotion and the CeraVe Moisturizing Cream and Eucerin SPF 30 at stores like Target, Walgreens, and Bartell Drugs. So whatever um, drug stores, that type of thing, are closer to you, you could reach out and see um, if they carry those items. Um, so anyway, that is it for today. I hope you have a great week, and I hope that your weather stays nice and nobody has a blackout like us. And, uh, but things are back to normal. So honestly, I feel so grateful. The minute that power came back on, it was like, you just realized, I know that I had taken these things for granted and the deep gratitude I have for the heat, for the light, for all the blessings that electricity brings into our lives. I am feeling the, feeling the gratitude that is real. So anyway, take care of yourselves, take good care of your skin, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for the Fairface podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. 
I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. And I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.